listeners, welcome to our next episode of A Day in the Life of a Remote Team Member. Our mission is to help entrepreneurs and business owners enjoy the same success that we've had in our business uh, by hiring remote team members. Our goal is to help you guys incorporate remote team members into your day-to-day business so it frees you guys up to add to do value-added activities that will create more opportunities for you for future growth, both personally and uh, professionally. So our team here, of course, is to help you guide you through that process of integrating remote team members into your business. And today, for our next day in the life remote team member, we have Riza Cruz. Uh, Riza works for our leasing team, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you, Dan, for inviting me. Hi, listeners. Good morning to you, too. So let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit about your background, like, you know, before you became, you know, came home to Crestcore. What, what all have you done in the past, say, five, ten years? Well, ever since I started working, I already became a, a part of the call center industry. I've been part of that industry for the last eight years. Um, when I started, I was a technical support representative. I handled an internet service provider and and then I, uh, when I transferred to another call center, I became a customer service representative, and that's ha- that has been my role from from then on. Um, and then I also had the opportunity of becoming a customer service manager, more like a team leader for other call centers. But in uh, in the last company that I worked for, that's how we call it, a customer service manager. And that's when I was really able to expand my expertise, my skills, and all that kind of stuff, and was able to handle a couple of people. So, yeah, that that's pretty much me when, you know, before I, I, I joined the freelancing world. So... When what was your first remote job? What was that? Here in Crestcore, actually, really? I okay. was yes, <laughs> I was very lucky to have found Crestcore. I believe um, I was able to find it in online jobs. Dot mm-hmm. ph, and I was contacted by Mikhail. I don't think he is still with uh, Crestcore right now, but I was contacted by him, and that's how I became part of Crestcore. Gotcha. Too. Okay, so in your mind, when you were, you know. Well, let me back up. The job you had before Crestcore, what was what was that like? Like um, hours? How long did it take you to get there? You know, how did you get there? How long? That kind of stuff. Well, it's pretty pretty much the same thing here in Crestcore. I have an eight-hour job, actually just uh, seven point five, uh, because of the the lunch and the the two fifteen. Uh, 15 minute breaks um, but in order for me to get to my job it had uh, I mean I had to travel for like um, 30 minutes up to an hour it really depends on the on the transportation availability but um, with regard to my work uh, since it's an uh, eight-hour job too uh, we handled there like um, a retail credit card if I don't know if you've heard synchrony uh, we've handled uh, a real retail credit card, and we covered um, Sam's Club and Walmart, and that's where I was able to uh, really do my thing. <laughs> okay, okay. So, what made you decide to go from that kind of where you're traveling at thirty minutes an hour to a, an office? You're all set up. You, you got your kind of your setup to doing a remote job. What was the what was the key uh, driver to make that happen? What was what that look like? Well, 
uh, transitioning from an office job to a work from home uh, kind of uh, kind of work is pretty much amazing. Actually, I, I loved um, working from home as opposed to uh, working in an office, though the only difference that I will or that I have right now working in an office is that I don't have more social interaction mm. um, in person. Yeah. Unlike, uh, unlike here, though I'm able also to create a lot of um, relationships here, like friends, uh, new, new friends, new, meet new people, and be able to, um, um, to talk to higher-ups. Um, I, I like it more in, in the, in the work-from-home setup. Why? Because um, in the office, um, I'd still, you know, I'd still need to wake up a few hours before my actual shift. Unlike when I work from home, I'm, all I have to do is just get up in bed, go to my living room, turn on my computer, and five minutes before my, uh, my shift, uh, I can be here, you know? I don't really need to, to prepare a lot of stuff. I don't even need to take a bath. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really think that I have so to say that. So you don't take that, baths? But... Is that what you're saying? Before, <laughs> that we're just telling everybody like this <laughs> right out there? <laughs> oh, well, I'm just a lot of freelancers. Uh, no, no, that's okay. Because a lot of fr- freelancers are very open about it. Um, not just me. If, yeah. you know, I've joined a, a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Saying the saying these things, what are the perks oh, okay. of uh, working from home and all that kind of stuff? They're also the ones who t- uh, who said that they they don't need, really need to prepare and get dressed and have like this OOTD thing, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and take a bath because that's really going to consume consume a lot of your time. So right. uh, we don't need to do that. And if we oversleep, like um, because if we are working in an office job, if we oversleep for like um, ten minutes, we're dead. We, we cannot be at work at, you know, at the right time. Mm. But uh, at a work from home, you know, all, like I said, all you have to do is just get up, turn on your computer, and boom, you're there. Yeah. Plus, um, the good thing about working from home as well is that you are more comfortable to speaking to a lot of people, not just, your, um, uh, not just the people that are the same level as your, as your role, mm-hmm. but you are also very comfortable in speaking to higher ups like your manager, your boss, your DPM, and even you. Uh, we, as, uh, honestly, we are not able to speak to the CEO of, um, of our companies that we've worked for in the call center industry because it always has, has to be very professional. We are not allowed to ask them any questions or whatnot, even though they are very open to questions or queries. Our managers, like the, the people that handled us when I was not a manager yet, they always stop us to, you know, and say that, hey, um, just be uh, just be. Don't ask questions. If you have any questions, ask us and we'll ask them for you. You know, yeah. it really has to go to like, um, uh, like roll to roll before we can really get our, uh, our thoughts to the, the highest person mm-hmm. that we have in the company. Mm-hmm. But here, it, it's, it's really easy. Like you, you're an email away. You're always open to, um, to any suggestions, questions, or any kind of stuff. And, and that's great. Yeah. That has been great. You know, that, that speaks to... Do you see a difference? You just, I, I've never asked this question, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you see a difference <laughs> on culture, working in a call center, and you know what I mean, like core values and culture versus like home-based and the company like out of the States? Or do you see any difference there? Or do you see it's, you know, or, it's just, or is it more just the size? Or what do you think the, um, 
any thoughts on that? If that if my question makes sense. Oh yes, it it does. Um, actually, for the for the values and the um, the culture. Um, well, pretty much it's everything's the same because the values that you've taught us, especially when you send us all those emails and ask us for uh, for us to share our own stories, how we are able to uh, relate our um, our stories to the core values that Core Assist has to offer uh, are pretty much the same as working in a call center too. They're always um, taking care of their people, making sure that they're all also well compensated, they're comfortable with the job that they do. But the only difference is that we don't really have social interaction here. If we want to have a party with you guys, if we want to celebrate with you guys, it's, it's, um, it's impossible for right. now. You know, that's, that, that is the one, that's a great point for just listeners to hear. Like, you know, on a, there's not many cons that I get out of being home-based, um, except for like maybe moving around, getting exercise, social interaction, but then taking that a step further, I did I had thought about that. I mean, I did, I have, but not day to day of just, you know, like if we have a potluck at, at the office with everybody bring some food, we can't right. do that with you guys. You know, that's a downside of just, remote and, and all that kind of stuff so exactly um, another thing just a, a little um, con about working from home is that um, the communication that we have is just we use the the chat platform mm -hmm. and the email mm -hmm. if we need somebody um, right away we are not able to uh, you know to stand up from our um, from our seat and then just go to the person and grab them we really yeah. have to wait for their responses to to yeah. get back to us on their most convenient time if they're not doing anything and you don't you don't really know if what what, what they're doing on their end because you're not seeing them uh, the only platform that we have are those two things that I've mentioned earlier yeah well but the, the, still it's still the, a good thing the funny thing on that is that um, you know because y'all are remote to me I see a more hyper focused because if, if I let it, you know, I, I keep my inbox, my email inbox very tight, very small, like not addressed. And if there's one that I just leave out there, like, I just don't want to deal with that one right now. You guys email me back the next day, you know, you're just on it. Just won't let me, you know, I'm not going to rest <laughs> until y'all get your answer. So y'all can move on to the next thing. So I, I have appreciated that side of it. Um, you lose the, the, Hey, tap on the shoulder, get that immediate answer. But y'all have been able to figure out how to, um, uh, get focused and keep a system in place to, you know, to follow up and get that answer to, you know, to ensure, and I heard, you know, y'all's call earlier today, ensure good move-ins, ensure good tenant interactions and that kind of thing. So, so let's parlay that and, and then we'll finish up, uh, you know, um, what does your, what are your job role now and what, what tools do you use to do your job? Right now I'm using, the most efficient tools that I use right now is Property Wear, Tenant Turner, Teams, Outlook 365, and um, Excel Sheets. Those are um, the things that are very, um, uh, uh, I mean, usable for me. That uh, that makes my job very efficient mm. all the time. Okay. Is there? Besides tapping somebody on the shoulder, is anything around your job, around leasing houses in Memphis, Tennessee, is there anything you can't do being there uh, remote? Um, I hope they don't hate me for saying this. But, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but um, the things that I'm unable to do is to make sure that some of the work orders that um, that are needed for me to uh, to make sure that a move in is um, is done so, on the actual yeah. date. Yeah, is very yeah. smoothly. And if, uh, our our tenants has have their uh, their own move in date or preferred move in date. So I really want to make sure that they're able to move in on that date because on their end they're also doing everything that they can to make sure that they're able to move in on on that particular date because they have the movers. They have to spend um, money to. Um, to pack up, yeah, for the for the movers and to pack up and all that kind of stuff. So they're also spending money on their end, and we want to make sure that um, they feel that we are also doing their, uh, we are also doing our job to make sure that we meet that particular date. So that's the thing that I can't do because um, I need to always wait for these work orders to be created first and then get an approval if needed. And then mm -hmm. um, before we can, you know, with you. So it's a, it's a, I, I call it a marriage in the sense of you got to be, you know, aligned on how it works and how to work together and I agree. Um, be very aligned on how to do that. So anyway, thanks for being so uh, transparent and honest and uh, thanks for coming on. Oh, no problem. Thank you, too, for your time and for, yeah. again, inviting me here. Yeah. And I hope you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Thank you.